0: 8 of Season 2 of From Timber Falls with Love, Your Little Dose of Romance in the Midst of Daily Life. I'm your host, Fiona West. I'm an author, wife, mom, and teacher, and I'm here to give you a peek into what's happening in your favorite small town. Today I've got Chapter 8 of Could Be Something Good, the first book in the Timber Falls series. Winnie finds some resistance to her plans, both personal and professional. This chapter is read by an AI voice again this week. Whether you love it or hate it, send me a message and let me know. But for now, enjoy.
1: Chapter 8 Nachos When she was done with this delivery, Winnie was totally going to make nachos, loaded with black olives, avocado, sour cream, pico de gallo salsa. No cilantro, though. She could barely stand it when Ainsley used it in the apartment. Her patient, Darby, groaned as her next contraction hit. She was bouncing gently on the large orange exercise ball, her long brown hair swaying, sweaty near her temples. Darby was close to transition now. She'd been walking the hallways of the hospital for the last few hours, alongside her child's father. It was hard to tell exactly what their relationship was. Shane hadn't been to any of her prenatal checkups, but he was here now, so he obviously cared. You're doing great, Dee," he murmured, rubbing her shoulders, but she shook him off. Even under his scruffy beard, the kind that looked unintentional, Winnie could see how disappointed he was to have his comfort rejected. Maybe he'd noticed what Winnie had also seen, the mother was tensing her whole body with every spasm, rather than letting the pain wash over her. She was fighting the change, fighting the pain, treating it like humans were taught to treat pain, a sign that something was wrong. That wasn't a helpful mindset during labor. Winnie lived for times like this, when she could really be present with a patient, instead of needing to bounce between rooms. She'd also done some training as a doula, and she liked being able to guide women, help them find their own way through a birth experience. Darby, she said, you are totally doing great. What would help you relax between contractions? Without asking, she picked up the young woman's hand and began to massage it. Shane was watching carefully, and she gave him a wide-eyed, meaningful look, hoping to communicate that this would be a better place for him to try to massage her if she was feeling averse to touch at the moment. I don't know, Darby said, her voice small. She wiped the sweat from her forehead with her shoulder. I'm just so tired. I know, Winnie assured her. You're working hard, but don't work harder than you have to. Try to rest between contractions. Would you like to lie down? No, it'll go faster if I'm upright. If I lie down, I won't be able to get back up. Winnie doubted that, but she didn't want to argue with her. Okay, you can stay here for now. But I noticed that the contractions are coming closer together which hopefully means you're headed toward transition and we're going to want you closer to the bed when you start to deliver, okay? She patted her hand. I'm going to go check on another patient. I'll be right back. Would you like Shane to hold your hand? She nodded and Shane slipped into the rocking chair she vacated, taking Darby's hand in both of his Winnie left quietly as the two looked at each other with fear and anticipation, like they knew life was changing forever right now. She smiled to herself. In truth, she just needed to use the bathroom and grab a snack, and she didn't want to use the one in their room. It was good to give couples, even couples as loosely affiliated as this one, time together before everything really got started. Down the hall, she spotted Dr. Durand, the other one, She never seemed to see Kyle around for some reason, and their dad had his own clinic in Timber Falls. Daniel was talking with Martina, so she turned the other way to hide her face and ducked into a storage room. She didn't want him asking any more questions about her future plans. If she could just hold on a little longer, her mother would certainly give up soon. She didn't need him announcing to Dr. Baker that she was a fake and a fraud. And yet, She thought, as she stacked the toilet paper on the shelf in front of her more neatly, she'd enjoyed talking to him until the conversation had taken a turn toward her becoming a doctor. They could be friends, surely, if only because of Ainsley. Winnie cracked open the solid door of the storage closet, cursing herself for picking a room without a window on the door. The coast appeared to be clear. She turned to shut the door quietly, then ran directly into a white-coated chest. I thought I saw you go in there. Didn't want to scare you by coming in after you. Oh, I'm sorry, I... It's okay, Nurse Baker. Bumping into people is just something that happens later at night. Daniel smiled down at her. Don't you think? I suppose so, she said, unable to keep a hand from running over the ponytail she'd put up hours ago that was probably falling out. Why do I care what I look like, she thought. I'm almost a decade older than this man. She groped for something meaningful to say. Working swing tonight? Genius, Winifred. Nope, I just like to hang out here, hoping cute midwives will bump into me, he said, his grin widening even more. Winnie rubbed her nose. I'm not cute. No? His eyes flashed at the challenge. No? And I'm about to be even less cute when I've got fluid all over my shoes. Hmm, you make a good point. But stop by and find me before you leave and I'll give you an unbiased assessment. Ethan's face, twisted in disgust, flashed into her mind. He'd stopped by her mother's home to drop off an article he thought she'd enjoy and caught her before she'd cleaned up all the way after a home birth. She'd hated that feeling, the way it diminished, something that lit up her life. The way it cast a shadow on a beautiful morning. She always showered at the hospital now, when she was done. I don't think you'll care for it, but if I remember I will stop by and let you see for yourself. Winnie gave him half a smile, then turned back to Darby's room, unwrapping the protein bar she'd had in her pocket as she retraced her path down the hall. What she saw through the window of the door made her stomach clench. Winnie opened the door quietly, stealthily and caught just the end of the conversation. It's not too late yet for an anesthesiologist, her mother was saying. Dr. Waters is on call tonight, and he's one of our best. I just saw him down the hall, but I could. Dr. Baker. She kept her voice light and unconcerned. Her mother pivoted to her, but didn't move toward the door. Darby's expression was dark, and Winnie could tell she was upset. She crossed to her patient and knelt next to her. I'm sorry about this, Darby. I'll get this straightened out and be right back. It won't happen again. Her patient nodded, clearly relieved. She stood and shifted her attention to her mother. I need to speak with you outside, please. As soon as the door closed, Winnie wanted to round on her. Wanted to wipe that this should be good expression off her pastel face. She forced herself to take a deep breath and hold it to the count of ten before she slowly released it through her nose, leaning into the feeling of fresh oxygen in her tired brain. What are you doing down here? Babies are part of family medicine. Things are slow upstairs at this time of night. Winnie flexed her jaw. Dr. Baker, this patient's birth plan made it clear that she wished to deliver naturally. Did you consult her birth plan? What did she do? Download a form from Baby Center. Sandra shook her head, a quiet condemnation, but a condemnation nonetheless. It was whattoexpect.com, I believe. Either way, you have no right or authority to go against her wishes. You would never disregard a DNR. I don't see how this is any different. Her mother calmly stuck her hands in the pockets of her white coat. A DNR is life and death, so I do believe it's somewhat different. I was just informing her of her options. That's all. Winnie, being fully aware of her mother's prejudices against natural childbirth, crossed her arms over her chest. I will be responsible for making her aware of her options. Please stay out of my patient's room, especially when I'm not there. Just didn't want to hear her shrieking in pain when there was a solution available to her. She's not, Darby's high cry cut her off, and Winnie winced. She must be in transition, she was never going to make any real progress with those high, unproductive yells. Winnie yanked open the door, but turned to look over her shoulder and give her mother another warning look. Sandra put her hands up in a show of innocence, then turned and left without another word.
0: This week's Romance in Real Life moment comes from Sparkle Style Company on Instagram. This gal's small business was struggling, so her hubby made a TikTok account for her and started posting things to it. The result was a bunch of new sales and one very surprised wife. You can see her adorable emotional reaction to finding this out on my saved stories under hashtag romance I'm also blessed to have a supportive spouse, and there's just nothing like it. I wish the same for all you book buddies. I hope you have someone in your life, even if it's not your spouse, who encourages you and builds you up and supports you as you reach for your dreams. I am currently working on book seven in the Timber Falls series, which is Charlie's book. Now if you're going through with me here and not reading the books, you haven't met Charlie yet, but trust me, you are going to hate him. <laughs> I know, you are all team Starla and she's his ex, but we gotta give this guy a chance at redemption. You know I love messy characters, and Charlie is the messiest of all. If you need more Timberfalls in the meantime, you can find the whole series in eBooks on Amazon, in Kindle Unlimited, or in paperbacks at most independent bookstores. And I would honestly love to hear from you. If you have a romance in real life moment or a question you want answered on the show, send me a voice message on Anchor, and I'll try to include it on a future show. That's also where you can donate to support the show. Or if you're like me and don't want to learn how to do one more new technological thing, send me an email at fiona at fionawest.net. I'm Fiona West, signing off. Happy reading, book buddies!